This is a shock podcast. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that walked under a bus, got hit by a train, we've sunk out at sea, crashed our car, and gone insane. And if you understood that reference, you old. (laughs) Just like us. Uh, Speaking of old fogies, today we have Nicholas John. Hello, hello. He's the Methuselah among us. Uh, and also Karami Kamil What's happening guys? Look as good, you will not hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, I am Faisal American. I am old enough to be friends with the dinosaurs uh, One thing is for sure All three of us are old enough to remember When Chelsea were actually a stable club No, so one of the biggest stories to have happened this week uh, Chelsea uh, made their 185th managerial uh, uh, change of the season They've sacked Thomas Tuchel Following a shock defeat to Dinamo Zagreb in the Champions League But guys, uh, something tells me this has to have been on the cards for a while right? you, uh, It looks like the owner, Todd Bowley Wanted to get rid of Tuchel And was looking for the right time and this turned out to be it. Yeah, that, that, that seems to be the only logical explanation. He wanted his own man in charge, but I, I think he initially couldn't do anything about it, you know, because, you know, Tuchel there was, was very well regarded. He won the Champions League. He won the, the what is it, Super Cup, Club World Cup and all that. Mm-hmm. So, um, if he had come in and, and just like gotten rid of, of him immediately, there would have been a bit of a, you know, Backlash from the fans and all that So it was a case of the owner waiting for the right opportunity To get rid of the manager And it came on a, on a silver platter with yeah. that defeat to yeah. Zagreb In a sense you could have seen this coming Because um, they get out of all the uh, Roman appointees Including the former director of football Petr Cech Yeah and I'm I'm not sure if it's, if it's the right move from Todd Bowley Uh Definitely wasn't <laughs> No probably about there, it there, there were rumblings Saying that uh, the, the Chelsea players Are getting tired of Tuchel's antics uh, During training sessions And uh, uh, from the side of the pitch But Like like Nick said Tuchel brought Champions League success mm-hmm. So did uh, Previously Before him It was Di Matteo mm-hmm. Who was uh, As a caretaker Brought them to the promised land And then Not even Extending his contract mm-hmm. So I don't think this is a smart move again, but hey, it's Chelsea. They've done this before. They're going to do it again. Um, sad news for Tuchel. Mm, but maybe a place in the top four for, in the Premier League is up for grabs now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically what you're saying is the players weren't happy with Tuchel. Uh, so Bowley decided to become the eager-to-please stepdad lah. Could be, could be, and he would, he could have won the players uh, mm-hmm. right there and then. Yeah, Chelsea fans, if you want to blame someone, uh, you can also blame Ronaldo for Tuchel sacking. Apparently, right, Bowley wanted to sign Ronaldo when the uh, when the rumors first uh, started appearing that he wanted to leave uh, United. Tuchel said no, and that. Apparently drove a wedge in their relationship So Chelsea have replaced Tuchel with uh, Brighton's Graham Potter uh, No Karam, not related to Harry at all (laughs) Now Potter joins them on a five-year contract Which I think is a bit optimistic on his part Because Chelsea managers, they don't last five weeks (laughs) 
I think most of the most of the contracts given out now is kind of a long term contract, uh, just to just to give the hint that they're planning for a long term success. But like you said, Faisal, I agree. It's I don't think he'll last that long. Uh, he did well though with Brighton this season. Brighton is in mm-hmm. fourth, just one loss and one defeat after six matches. But it's a different animal to, to compare uh, between Brighton and Chelsea. So mm-hmm. Chelsea have more quality players. They have world class players, world class facilities. More entitled players. More entitled. <laughs> <laughs> they have they have uh, success previously. The the fans are worldwide. So it's a different different expectation mm. stress compared to Brighton. I'm I hope that he does well, but I don't think it's going to go that. Yeah, way. I'm guessing. David Moyes at Manchester United kind of a disaster. Could be. Um, you know, yeah, picking up on, on, on what Karam was saying, his lack of experience really does stand out. But um, he's, Potter is actually quite highly regarded among you know the, the people in the in the NOLA people in the football community and all that. You know, he's, he's got quite a, a good reputation for uh, playing... So attacking. did Moyes. Well, yeah, <laughs> with with West Ham, yeah, attacking uh, dynamic football. Um, so, so much so that you know he's being touted as a future England manager and all that. Um, but yeah, that that lack of experience is is, is a huge, you know, it's a huge point that sticks out here because yeah, like Aram Singh, the expectation at a club like Chelsea is is this way worse than than it is at Brighton. So. It's a bit of a gamble, if you ask me, uh, mm. from on both sides as well, you know, because it's a gamble from Chelsea going with a with an inexperienced manager like this, but it's also a gamble on uh, Potter's part because going back to that Moyes example again, he was Mo- Moyes had such a good reputation when he was at West Ham, went to Man United, supposedly, uh, yeah, 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 at, at, at Everton, yeah, uh, went to Man United. And was supposedly going to be like you know Ferguson's chosen one and all that, and then his career just nosedived after that. So there's a very high possibility that could happen to Potter as well. If I may add one thing, the the thing that doesn't make sense with Tuchel's uh, dismissal dismission is he. I I don't I don't get it why Chelsea let let Tuchel brought in Aubameyang because obviously Aubameyang came to Chelsea <laughs> yeah. because of Tuchel, so. It's going to be very, very interesting to see how Obama Young will react, how how Potter will try to control Obama Young. So, yeah, I don't think this is a, dis- a recipe for disaster actually right now. <laughs> now, speaking of crisis clubs, uh, Liverpool <laughs> beaten four-one in the Champions League in midweek. Now, you know it's a bad result when even Jurgen Klopp can't put a positive spin on it. Also, Klopp said he's not worried about his job. He won't join Tuchel in the unemployment line. Uh, should he be worried though? No, I don't think so. Um, people are making a fuss right now. Uh, the Liverpool fans saying that after what seven or eight years, Tuchel only eh, Tuchel pula. Uh, Klopp only brought one Premier League title, one Champions League title, and what's the other one, Faisal? The FA Cup. One FA Cup. So the I don't. Cup. So they're saying that it's not enough after all that years uh, being Liverpool's manager. But Klopp has brought Liverpool from a long way. Mm. To the top, right? So I don't think it's 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 necessary to ask him right now, uh, given that all the injuries that he's having to his midfields. But but four one, I that's a 
that's a shocking scoreline for Liverpool. And to make matters worse, I think Trent Alexander-Arnold has been receiving most of the criticism because his lack of intensity of while mm. defending. Uh, there's this one clip going viral right now that he was just. I mean, he was just ball watching in the penalty box, so mm. things are not looking good for Trent uh, like, compared to Klopp. Yeah, but it's not. It, it's not just him. Van Dijk has also been uncharacteristically. Mm. Poor this season, you know. He he's normally very solid, but then he he seems to lack that air of invincibility that he used to have. Yeah, ever since that knee injury. That, yeah, that, that that injury. Uh, also this season, you look at you know Gomez and Fabinho. They are also not the not the players they were two seasons ago. So. I don't know. It, all of them seem to be having this this dip in form at the same time. Even mm-hmm. Salah, for that matter, mm-hmm. is not as sharp anymore. Um, I, I don't know. Is it a coincidence that they're all suffering, you know, all, all flopping at the same time? Or is, is, is it a, a sign or a symptom of something bigger? I, I don't know. Okay, I'm putting on my tinfoil hat, right? I'm, I'm blaming this entirely on uh, FSG and their transfer policy. It seems like their focus is on net spend. Uh, every transfer window, right, they try to not spend more than they earn in player signings. And finally, it's come to a point where they can no longer mm-hmm. let that happen. I mean, they need major reinforcements. They've been relying on the same group of players for, what, six or seven years now? Yeah, uh, taking from that point, picking up from your point, Faisal, the same group of players. Remember a couple of seasons back uh, that pundits, uh, EPL pundits saying that Liverpool might Liverpool performance might dip because of the high intensity of mm-hmm. style, the, the way they play. Uh, but it didn't happen then, so mm-hmm. it might be Nick, like you, uh, like you asked, it might be this year where where the style of playing is taking its toll. Because it's like you said, uncharacter- uncharacteristically for Van Dijk to look so sloppy at times. Joe Gomez, who was pretty brilliant a couple of seasons back, lost his. I think lost his aura or something. So yeah, major major reinforcement needed. Mm-hmm. Okay, in other Champions League results, uh, Man City 4-0 winners over Sevilla, Real Madrid 3-0 victory over Celtic, uh, PSG beat Juventus 2-1, uh, Ajax beat Rangers 4-0, who cares about that? <laughs> Uh, Barcelona 5-1 victory over Victoria Pelzen and uh, Tottenham 2-0 winners over Marseille as for the Europa League the <laughs> biggest result Arsenal beat uh, Zurich 2-1 <laughs> and also uh, and, no, moving on, moving on. <laughs> and also a 1-0 loss to Manchester United <laughs> yeah um, are we talking about Arsenal or United now <laughs> I don't get both your teams <laughs> I think okay. Uh, first, we go to Arsenal for a bit. Um, I think Arsenal did well at Zurich. Um, they weren't. They were without a couple of their key players, so the youngsters did well, played well to get to get that win. And for United, oh, obviously, Ronaldo should never ever start again. <laughs> Or Harry Maguire. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that that could be one of the deciding factors. Uh, Maguire, Ronaldo, who, who has hasn't really been starting for United, so might have they might have disrupt the 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 harmony, not harmony, the yeah the chemistry of the team, the balance of the team. So, but they dominated the match, though Nick. And unfortunately, the the goal that Sociedad score was from a penalty. A dubious call, a disputed call uh, from VAR. Uh, 
I'm, I'm going to ask Nick Do you think that It was a penalty Nick? Okay I, I don't know Like the, the intricacies Of the rules And all that So So you're just like All the referees la. All the referees Yeah <laughs> and, and the VR officials as well Because the ball Ricocheted off his leg yeah. And then onto his hand So I, I don't know uh, It was unintentional mm-hmm. Obviously Because it, it bounced off his leg And normally The, the unintentional ones You know there's, there's a bit of leeway So I, I don't know I, I am I, Actually I, Like I said I'm, I'm not sure What the intricacies are When it comes to You know Intent To handle or not uh, But it was obvious It was clear that it hit It was just You know That like the issue That it bounced off his leg um, It was harsh It was a harsh decision That's for sure But I, I think we we can't just blame the penalty and say that oh it was a yeah it was a, 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 a disputed call but at the same time United also had a few opportunities to to score and they didn't take it. Um, Ronaldo I think had a had a goal uh, ruled offside. There was another chance he had where he, where he hit it wide as well. Uh, so yeah, he, he, Ten Hag has to look at. His team selection there and, and wonder if he should have just started with the team that he started with for uh, Liverpool and, and Arsenal. Because you know? that seems to be a, a stronger lineup. And like you said, the, the inclusion of, of Maguire and, and Ronaldo, although individually they didn't do too badly. Actually, Maguire, we give him a, yeah, a, lot, a lot of stick, but he actually played quite okay. But I think the, the inclusion of them and you know taking out Varane and all that, that kind of spoiled the balance a little bit. And back to the <laughs> disputed penalty call. Uh, the referee gave the gave the penalty on, on, on real time, in real time, right? But... I don't think he went to the screens. He went to the monitors to check, the, to check from VAR. I think he was just listening to the VAR officials mm. and just making a yeah. decision based on what the officials are saying. So the again the inconsistencies of VAR. Whether I thought that the refs should go to the monitors to just check it out himself. So mm. that again, I hope that these inconsistencies. Uh, Will 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 be gone and it'll be get be- it'll it'll get better. I hope because it's like watching the Malaysian league, right? For the inconsistencies of mm-hmm. the referees. So hopefully it's, it's, it won't be there again. Yeah. Especially with the World Cup. Yeah. yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. True. True. Okay. As for this weekend, um, Britain is marking the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. At the time we're recording this, um, there's. Not been any official confirmation yet, but uh, Premier League fixtures are expected to be rescheduled. An official announcement is due to be made any time. Meanwhile, the lower English divisions already postponed their Friday matches and a further announcement will be made for Saturday's and Sunday's games as well. Also in Formula 1, the Italian GP is happening. Um, It will also pay tribute to Queen Elizabeth. A minute's silence is due to take place before today's first practice session and uh, another is expected to be held before the race begins on Sunday. Sunday. Uh, also happening this week, it's the uh, tail end of the US Open, and if you're a fan of uh, Nick Kyrgios, you have our Nick to blame. Uh, he predicted that um, right. he predicted that Kyrgios would go all the way to the finals and probably win. Bravo, <laughs> <laughs> bravo, Nick. <laughs> and now we are left with 
Who I, I, Alcaraz. I, I, yeah, Alcaraz. Hopefully. Okay. Well, no, no, I'm not going to. No, no. Okay. Al- Alcaraz is going to lose. <laughs> He's not. So Nick just caused. Uh, half Malaysian uh, Another title now <laughs> Curious loss So he's Australian, Australian. 100% Australian <laughs> Well that wraps it up For this episode Of the Podball Sportscast Thanks for tuning in guys uh, But before we go I just want to say You know it's normal To feel discouraged When things don't go your way Heads up uh, uh, Liverpool and Manchester United fans uh, Just remember Your happiness Is not dependent On your results uh, What matters is You tried your best and that's good enough for me. I am Faisal American. I am Karami Kamil. And I'm Nicholas Job. Stay awesome.